What's your favorite engagement game? Um, usually the honeymoon. <laughs> Practicing for it. I like to do that. Different times of the day. Mix it up a little bit. 2 a.m. engagement games. Different positions. So, um, to me, I think... <laughs> Is it bad I was secretly hoping you were going to do something? Like What's that? that? I'm like, I hope he turns this into like... Some sort of stupid <laughs> marriage joke. Oh, you were? <laughs> and you did. You're a sick fuck. <laughs> you really are. You really are. I was like raising myself. Isn't it I'm funny? Like... But, but, you're, but isn't it funny? Because so many times she's like, God, why did you have to do that? Why do you have to turn everything into this? And now tonight you're like, I hope he does something with it. Would you? Consistency. <laughs> that was perfect. Joelle, I think you're becoming really fucked up. Think so. So um, for engagement, um, for engagement games, to me, I, I mean, a lot of people say you should do engagement games with your dog. I said, what do you like to do? I mean, let's turn this on. Let's flip this around. I think it's important that yes, you want your dog to enjoy it, but what do you, as a human, enjoy doing? Oh, I love to play tug with my dog. That's your favorite game, then. I love to do trick training. That's your favorite game. I like to do frisbee. That's your favorite game. I'm a lazy fuck. I like to stick stick food and Kongs, throw them out, sit on the couch, watch my favorite show, and I want the dog to run around and find them. Well, there you go. That's your favorite game. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Hey, everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the lovely Joelle. We're here Hello. for one hour of your night, 7 to 8 p.m., so we appreciate all of you being here. Um, uh, that's for sure. How are you doing? Okay. Good. Just went out to dinner with the interns. Nice. Yeah, we just went to, uh, um, they want to go to Cheesecake Factory, brought Angelo Holt back a piece of cheesecake. Um, he's, like, right now um, uh, in, in sugar heaven. Um, um And... Um, uh, it was great. It was really, really great. Yep. Well, since cool. a very nice time, and um, you did some really, you did some great video editing today. We had a lot of great videos going out this weekend, mm -hmm. so I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, this is the What Would Jeff Do show, and if you're not familiar with this, the What Would Jeff Do show is a Q and A Q and A format. You ask a question, you type it in your little box down there, and then uh, Joel will read it, and then I will answer it. A lot of the questions, though, are, you know, um, they're not, when I say off the cuff, that doesn't mean not proper. It means just like they're quick, 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 quick. Most of these questions need like full, like one hour, two hour, five week consults, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or, you know, rehabs. But we try to give you a good head start. Plus, we've got a 30,000 plus video content that you can refer to. Um, we do offer one on ones, and that's on the website. And I'm sure uh, Melissa will throw some. Um, links up there for that. And then we also have a seminar tour called um, uh, Jeff Gelman Seminars. And um, uh, I tour the world this year, sort of like, you hear that loud screeching noise? Yep, that's our tour, <laughs> screeching to a halt, just for just for, just for for now, we'll, but we'll be back. Um, Joelle goes on those as well, she's a very important part of that, not only documenting it, um, which helps tremendously because then you're able to share all this information with so many other people that couldn't make it there. Um, but also she actually participates in a lot of the, the you know, the training um, protocols too. Um, and then we have the center here, which is where we are right now. 
um, and we're based in Providence, Rhode Island, um, solid canine training. And here we do, um, we don't just do challenging dogs. Most of the people know us through challenging dogs, um, but we deal with, you know, every dog. And those are mostly on a boarding train um, program. Um, uh, we're always booked. We're up like two to three, we're up to three months right now, wait list. Um, um, and that we've got a fantastic staff here. I think the secret is the staff. The secret to our success is our awesome staff here, mm. which does work 24 seven. And when I say, oh, 24 seven, it's like, no, oftentimes if we have a hardcore separation anxiety dog in someone right now, me, um, or one of the staff is up throughout the night, um, um, not cuddling this dog, but telling it to shut up. Um, we wanna make sure that our kennels always stay quiet. Dogs always stay quiet at night. Dogs stay quiet when they're in their kennels. And we do with a lot of crate breakers. So, you know, we're able to fix that pretty, pretty quickly. Um, there is something called top chat. Some people like to get their question to the top of the queue, but you don't do that. You do not have to pay to play. Um, or they just want to just throw us some cash because they appreciate all the free content. Mm -hmm. A lot of my questions on this show, since people will be saying, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? The answer is going to be apply a punisher, apply a correction, intolerable consequence. We always remember, we're, we're, number one, we're, we're speaking the truth, but number two, people need to start re-identifying and redefining what a punisher is. You're not mad, you're not upset, you're not angry at the dog, I'm not going to hold it against you, even when a dog's trying to bite me in the face, it's like, you just can't do that. But then let's move on. It's literally one second, you know, we did a great, we did a great um, video, if you haven't been to our, our social media page, we're on TikTok, which this video is not on, but we're on Instagram, um, YouTube, and on Facebook. It's a video where I'm going over this dog named Jovi, and Jovi likes to, if Jovi could kill dogs, but go, has gone after numerous dogs, and Jovi was next to me, and then my three dogs are in front um, of me. That's not the name of a new TV show. That's My Three Sons. We're not doing a spinoff on that, and and I explained that when Jovi, we set Jovi up to go after one of my dogs, because you do have to set dogs up for failure, which gets, people don't quite understand that. It's like, you do realize that mother nature doesn't care about your plan. It's mm -hmm. like mother nature's got other plans for you. Um, COVID. So I think um, what, what I explained was Jovi got a three second punisher correction conversation, but Jovi three seconds, guess how many seconds Jovi's going to be here. Any guesses? Any guesses? 3.6 million seconds. So just scale that. Let's go right into the questions. Next. All right. Kathy B. Hey, everyone. Hey, Kathy B. I emailed you back. I hope you got it. I know it wasn't in full detail, but it gave you a little bit of a, I'm trying to do it in between things. So I, I, I definitely got back hopefully a little bit to help. If you want to have an in-depth talk, we can plan it out for you and you know jump into a Skype session or an online council next. Victoria. Hi, I'm a mother of two girls, age five and seven. We have a five-month-old Rottweiler. How would you advise me on raising our dog for success? So um, knowing that you're, you've got a power breed dog at five months old, knowing that the dog is probably the same size as one of your kids, knowing that its head is right where their faces are. What I want you to do is this. Make sure you instruct your kids a couple things. Don't hug the dog. Don't lean on the dog. When the dog's laying down, leave the dog alone. Rule number one. Number two, fall in love with the crate. And that's not to you know, bad dog going to crate. It's like, it's, it's going to be the, the safest, not your dog safe place. It's going to be your family safe place. Um, but that doesn't mean the dog can be barking in the crate and spinning around in the crate. Um, teach your children about pressure. And just because they have the dog's favorite treat in it, in its hand and approaching the dog, some dogs don't like that, that act of approaching it. Also make sure the dog is not hurting as in like hurting around. Oh, the dog's being protective over the kids. You know, I'm very, very familiar. I've got six daughters. I live in the, the city. I'm very familiar with crime. 
I'm very familiar with the statistics. I'm very familiar with, you know, a lot of things when it comes to, you know, personal safety, um, especially a, a woman's safety. But the last thing you need is your dog to be protecting your kids because your dog's going to bite the Amazon person. That's who your dog's going to bite, not a predator. Dogs, gonna, that's why you have a gun. Guns are for predators. Dogs are for like not for biting people. Your dog's going to bite the Amazon delivery person. So make sure any sign of uh, resource guarding of the children, because you, we can get to the point where you cannot even hug your kids. We have seen that. If you try to hug your kids, your dog will bite you. We have a dog like that in right now. Yeah, we, we do. It just came in today, actually. So, so, so just keep that in mind. Um, address these. Address. Anything that you are not going to want out of your full-grown dog now. So your dog rushing towards the front door all excited, there's better ways to do that. So, um, And then you can also, obviously, you're teaching your dog how to do a ton of stuff. But that's easy. That's fun. It's stopping the unwanted behavior that nobody likes to talk about. Next. Gretchen, hey, guys. Hey, Gretchen. How are you? Dasha, Jeff and Joel, Arizona here. What's up, Bazy? Um, right about everything, Harris. Hey, J and J. Hey, you gotta be you're right about that. Hey, what's up? Um, Rochelle. Oh, hi, how do I get a six-month-old pup to stop barking at the kids playing at the park? He doesn't bark any other time, only when he wants to run and play with the kids. Okay. GSD. So this is the thing. Six month old GSD probably found its voice. So yeah, that's what dogs do, right? That's what most people say. That's what dogs do. Some people say don't take your dog to the to the park. What I would say is teach your dog how to shut the fuck up. And what you do is get yourself a, a dog can, you know, you, if your dog does not walk on a prong collar, get a prong collar, put it on the dog. In a minimum, you'll say no leash pop. Dog might make an audible, you know, um, remote collar, no remote collar correction. Okay. Everything you hear about online, everything you hear about from vets, everything you hear about from 90% of the dog trainers out there will say, don't correct your dog, especially that young, because you'll ruin the relationship. Well, I'm telling you that's a false statement. Well, how can it be a false statement if 90% of everybody does it? Why? Because they're all lying to you. Because they're all lying to you. Why? Because we, all these dogs that come into us, every dog, those families also believe that. And these dogs have got the worst behavior ever, and the relationship with their owners suck. Mm -hmm. Now, 90% of the relationship to 95% of the relationship is good, but nobody hires us for that. It's that 5% that's the game changer. That's the difference between life and death or quality of life being good or bad. And I'm looking for people's world to expand. So correcting your dog precisely, efficiently, the proper way, which there is a proper way to do it. Like there's a proper way to reward. You can mess up your dog with bad rewarding. Mm. You know, it's like dog barks, quiet, give it food. Oh, I like this game. Let's see if that works again. Bark, bark, quiet, food. <laughs> this is better than going to the Pez factory. And then quiet actually becomes bark. Yeah. Or this is better than going to the what exit is the Pez that Pez we go down 95 exit 42. You see that big billboard? It says Pez, Pez Museum. Never saw that? Never. When we're heading, yeah. Exit 42 on 95 uh, is uh, the some Pez something. Shows how much I pay attention. Well, why would you be looking at billboards? You're passengering. Um, You're looking at your phone. Irene, You're editing videos. Irene says, hi, Jeff and Joel. Hey, Irene. Love you. Melissa posted a link to your one-on-one -on -one virtual consults. Yeah. They're mm. not phone consults. Does that say phone consults? We have to switch no. that. Yeah, they're online consults. It doesn't say phone. Oh, that's in the link. Though. I know. That's what I mean. we got to change the link. 
Mackenzie, if you're watching this, change that. Karen, good evening, morning, solid canine. Love you guys. Hey, love you too, Karen. Amy says hi, J and J. Hey, Amy, what's up? Marie, you've mentioned you have a video on spatial pressure, which I would love to watch, but for the life of me, I can't locate it. How can I locate it? It's hidden underneath. Um, uh, Patreon. No. no, it's in our it's on our Patreon channel. So Patreon, if you go to patreoncom training, you do have to join. It's a membership site that we, that we have started. It's ten dollars a month, ten dollars a month. But there's a do-it-yourself 2020 playlist. And in the do-it-yourself 2020 playlist is the spatial pressure one. Next. But it's a game changer. Um, a, thanks for everything you guys do. At what age is a GST old enough for prong collar and e-collar training? So um, the, the breed is not as important unless it was like a mini something. Usually 14 weeks. This is the thing, though, is like what are you trying to do with a dog? So it's good for helping with your overlaying your, your obedience but not for you're not going to be correcting your dog with those tools at that age. But what you'll be doing is using it to understand leash pressure and then remote pressure. And you're layering your food because we food train. Like we start all dogs on food and clickers. Like so Brittany was clicker training a dog today. I was almost wanted to videotape it because it's like, you, you know, just to show it's like we do a lot of clicker training here. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of reward training here. Um, uh, uh, like even giving the example of Jovi, I think we've mentioned in the video. I don't know if it got cut out or not, but Jovi got three seconds of correction once, but it probably already since in the four days he's been here, it's probably no, already got three, four, five hundred rewards. It's like Easily. people really need to scale this shit and think in the real world. Next, yeah. Um, T Mike MC, hi J and J. Thanks for all you do for us, for our dogs, and and training in general, dog and. Oh well, thank you so much for for the, the shout out. You know, I, you know, and thank you. You know, thank you for doing all the hard work. You know, I really, I, I really, really appreciate all the hard work that, you know, all of you are all doing and the success that you're all making and the progress you're making. And just remember, just, you know, tomorrow just has to be a little bit better than today. That's all. Today's going to be a little bit better than yesterday. That's it. Next. Amy, what forum is Top Chat on? Top Chat, it's, I'm pretty sure it's a YouTube. YouTube. It's on YouTube. I don't know if face, Facebook offers that. There's a little dollar sign at the bottom of the YouTube thing. Uh, Melissa posted the link to the seminar. Oh, thank you. Uh, L. Flemmy. Hi, guys. Starting CS training. Mm -hmm. When I stim, she reacts with happy spot leg twitch. Is it okay to put the receiver on the back of her neck, or is there another alternative? So you could put it on the back of the neck. You're, you're, you're too high. You're possibly too high. All oh, right? like the, like yeah. The, it, if anyone uh, wants to know what CS is, it's continuous stim. So CS is... I don't want to say the first step of remote collar training because the first step of remote collar training is going to be priming the dog. But what, the first time you activate the remote for obedience work, escape training, it's continuous stim. So chances are your level is too high. A lot of times people will say, yeah, I'm, I know the dog feels it because its neck is moving or it's twitching, but it's not doing anything. Mm -hmm. It's like, I know that's where you get, that's where dog training comes in. Let's it's like, it. it's like, here's a bunch of kibble. My dog's not doing anything. I know you got to train it. Yep, unless your dog's already trained and then it'll just off start offering behaviors. Next. Christina, hey guys, I want to start muzzle training, but I'm worried about what people might think of her. <laughs> huh? What do you mean what people will think of her? Of the dog wearing a muzzle. Oh, why do you fucking care? Who said that? Christina? Christina, let me, I'll be poli politically correct. You know, we live in a politically correct um, society right now, right? Everybody gets offended by you know, everything, right? Uh, you know, everything. It's like, well, let's all say politically correct. So repeat after me. 
Just repeat after me. Say this mantra every night. You know how people you look in the mirror, you're wonderful, you're beautiful, you know, you know all that stuff. I want you to do this. Stand in front of the mirror every night. Grab the muzzle. And I want you to repeat this phrase. I don't give a flying fuck what other people think of me or my dog. Repeat it. Repeat it. 100 times. And you'll start believing it. Because it's the truth. Why do you give a shit what other people think of what you or your dog is doing. It's your freaking dog. It's your business. You can use a muzzle for anything you want to. And you can paint it pink with green polka dots if you want to. Next. That'll make it more um, politically correct. Yeah. Next. David, my pup is now 13 weeks old. How can I start to add duration to her sit down in place before she is old enough for the e-collar? Thanks for all the So help. at 13 weeks old, depending on how many reps you've already done, if you're clicker training your dog, what you do is, or any marker, what you can do is start, mar so what you'll do is this. So sit, dog sits. Normally, right off the bat, we would click and reward because we're not looking, we're, all we're looking for the dogs to do things, right? Down, the dog downs, click reward. Place, dog place, click and reward. You know, recall. So what you want to do is this. So for instance, sit, sit. One, two, three, four, five. Click. Boom. So start at that's how you add duration. Adding duration is don't mark the behavior until the duration is done. Got it? Next. Kathy B. Thanks, Jeff. Got the email. You're welcome. Debbie. We have a fenced-in yard, but our one-year-old border collie will bark till someone comes outside and sits. Ugh, we do play with him, but when done and we go in-house and he keeps barking. Okay, so Debbie, it's funny because I did a private counsel with uh, a border collie earlier today. And the border collie said, how uh, – one question was a short one. It was a five-minute consult. They normally don't do those, but for dogs, you know, attention span isn't always there. And the border collie typed to me – it was really weird, too um, – typed, how can I train my owners to come outside? And, for, and I'm sorry. If I would have known it was you, Debbie, I would have probably refused the, the, the dog as a client. I said, just start barking, and they'll come outside. When they come outside, sit down. Your dog trained you. Your dog has trained you. Get yourself a remote collar. Tell your dog to shut up. All right? Literally. Or get a bark collar for it. Oh, that's mean. Da, 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 da. No, it's not. You know what's mean? What's mean is I'm sitting on the toilet trying to take a crap, relaxing for the first time. The great thing about sitting on the toilet taking a crap is it's a dual purpose. I get off my feet and I get to poop. So it's like it's like a double win. It's a double win. I get relief from the waist down, all the way down. And you're barking out there. Now. That is so annoying. Now I'm like, do I got to clench and walk? Do I like, just like, I, I, I can't, I can't fully like, I, no, it, it, it's got to stop. Please don't go into any more detail. So, so remote collar, even from the bathroom. Dog goes, whoa, that sucked. That's true. You can always have it with you on the shitter. That's right. Next. Hannah, one year Aussie. Just don't use it to wipe your butt with. You've got to be careful. One year Aussie, terrified of kids to the point that she tries to run when passing them on the other side of the street. Use prong and a mini educator. How do I help her walk by? Calmly. So what you're going to do is this. This is what I want you to do. Okay? We're going to start. We're going to make this easy for you at first. got to get some kids. And 
now it's harder to get kids. We had a we had a great playground across the street from us that we used to just every, every time we heard screaming kids, like we could hear the screaming kids from our training center. All the trainers are running outside with dogs. They're going across the street. Like we gotta get to the playground. All of a sudden, like everybody runs to the playground. They put all the dogs in downstairs. Yeah. And what do you do? Your job is to lie down and listen to these screaming kids. Click reward. Screaming kid. Oh, da, da, da. We say, hey, kids, come running up to the fence and yell and scream. Fucking teachers loved us there. You didn't have to ask. Yeah. They would just do oh it. Oh, my God. Look, look at that cute little dog. Look at that little dog. Click reward. Click reward. Dog, gets break. dog breaks the command. You correct for it. Oh, if you correct the dog around kids, it's going to hate kids. No, it won't. It already hates kids. It already hates kids. Kids already make it nervous. Oh, it'll become more nervous of kids. No, it won't. It will not. So this morning, when we were working out, we built a gym at the training center. You moved your workout mat because, Jeff, there's a bug. Can you kill it? I thought she was joking. I mean, this is a woman that, like, if you, like, you got to watch yourself because you end up with a broken nose, broken rib, or, like, you know, you got to watch out around her. So I'm like, you're joking, right? I'm like, she's like, I'm actually not joking. I'm like, and I'm looking at the bug. I'm like, it's a fucking bug. Squish the goddamn bug. Ugh. Okay? No. You've squished men. In your thumb, with your thumb, squish the bug. She went. So I don't know if she's afraid of bugs. Are you afraid of bugs? Yes. Okay. Can you become more afraid of bugs? I guess not. Right. I'm right. Exactly. Exactly. So you're not going to create a, a negative association. So what I want you to do is start getting your dog to do like a down stay or a sit stay with kids, and click and reward. And if a dog breaks command, correct. You're not correcting the dog for being afraid of the kids. You're correcting the dog for breaking a known command. Next. Tabitha, I just found you on YouTube and you were helping us tremendously with all your content with our 10-month-old Great Pyrenees German Shepherd mix. He's reactive and we were nipping it in the bud before there are any serious behaviors. Awesome, Tabitha. Fantastic. In fact, I just got a, uh, um, a comment on, oh, no, a direct a, a DM. So I just got a DM from somebody that I had a Skype with, a Skype with an online console with today. Her dog is reactive on the walk and she's having a hard time with timing. So I said to her, and, and this is the thing that freaks out people the most. I said to her, as soon as you walk outside, so who's this, Tabitha? Mm -hmm. Tabitha, as soon as you walk outside, does your large breed dog, Great Pyrenees Mix, start scanning? Sure. Bingo. Correct. Hi. Why? All the dog's doing is looking around. Because I listen to your, I listen to your problem. If you told me my dog walks great on a leash, I would never tell you to do that. But I'm telling you to do that. You know? So why? Because then the dog goes, holy shit. You're setting the tone from the walk right from the beginning. Hey, I'm not picking, putting up with any of this nonsense. Okay? If you're told on the walk for leash reactivity that when the dog's walking by another dog to give it food, to redirect it, and to create a positive association with the dog, you're being lied to. I'm sure it has worked with one or two dogs, but you're being lied to. If you understand anything about learning theory in dogs, which people that train dogs are supposed to, okay, supposedly I don't, but but if you're supposed to, food is usually used as a reward. It rewards the behavior so you get more of it, create a new behavior, all right, like or get or or, or get uh, the chances of the behavior keep continuing getting you know uh, staying up there. Dog is all of a sudden getting reactive on a dog. And all of a sudden, you're feeding it now. 
There's a behavior you're trying to extinguish and you're giving it a reward. There's a behavior you're trying to extinguish and you're giving it a reward. How the fuck is that behavior supposed to go away? It won't. It will actually increase. Why? Because you're using positive reinforcements on a behavior you're trying to get rid of. Think about it rationally. Do common sense. Common sense dog training. Because dog training is common sense. Next. Lead tooth. How do I effectively punish a puppy that's two pounds? LOL. Healing and leash work is hard. She's so tiny. Well, two pounds. I mean, is that, is a dog fully grown? You know. And it's a puppy. I wouldn't worry about healing at all. No. I would do all food and clicker work. I wouldn't walk that dog right now. Don't worry about walking that dog. Or but depending on the age or punishing it. Yeah. There's no, there's no, you don't need pounds. Two pounds. That's like, I mean, well, no, hold on though. It might end up being a four pound, you know, micro dot dog. Fully grown, it might be four pounds. Yeah. So, but at two you pounds. You can't put a collar on it. At two, yes, you can. Velcro. Velcro collars. E-collar? No, no. No, no, just a little, a little lesion collar. Oh, yeah. But you don't have to worry about, don't worry about doing any, anything right now. All you're doing right now is massive amounts of food training. Don't worry about the walk. Do tons of recall, lots of sits, lots of down, place command, going in and out of a crate. You know, I'm sure you're going to carry it around in a little, little bag at some point, right? So get a little bag for it. Get it to hop into the bag. Reward it for that. All right? Start away with that. Don't worry about the walk right now. We'll get, we can get to the walk down the street. I'm down the street. Down the... Down the road. Down the road. Next. Gretchen, I got a job at a butcher shop. Tried to get positioned on the kill floor, but got positioned in retail meat oh. cutting. Really good employee discount. I've been learning about how to cook steak and whatnot. Cool new things to learn. Oh, awesome. Good for you, Gretchen. Yeah, the kill floor would have been fun. I'm sure that's going to offend some people. But, hey, if you eat meat, it shouldn't offend you. You know, but I'm telling you, you hook up with a good kosher butcher... They'll, they'll, what's yeah. the kill floor? Do the, I want to know? It's where they sing happy birthday to the fucking animals. What do you think the kill floor is? Like they actually kill them there though? A butcher? Yeah. Depends what kind of butcher it I is. I they come in already dead. Not a lot of them. You can take your cow. She's also in 4-H. It's got to be butchered. It's got to be killed and butchered by somebody. True, I guess. So you bring in a live animal. So you and your buddy can go in on a cow. You bring in a live animal. They kill it and prep it for you. And it's all in different packages marked. You bring it home and you put it in your freezer. You well, eat I for six that. months. I know. So I'm just gonna... thinking like all the butcher shops I've been to. It's like you don't have live animals anywhere in here. A true butcher shop. Well, it depends what kind of butcher shop. Also, it depends where, you are lo where you're located. In New York City, they're not bringing in fucking cows down the street. It's like what I have in my mind. No. No, you're bringing a pig. You're bringing a chicken. There's a, there's a butcher shop up to bring you that does all that does all the waterfowl and chickens. Mm, that's yeah. why I don't eat meat. Ugh. Next. Um, Kayla, hi, friends. I need help. Is the trick to doing nails, treats, time, and a heavy dose of patience? I'm using place, command, and leash. She jumps at sight of clippers or Dremel. That's one way to do it. Or muzzle up a dog. All right. Have somebody hold the dog. The dog gives you any shit. Say no. Bonk the dog. If you know what a bonker is, just watch watch my web. You know, watch my website, uh, my YouTube channel. Bonk the dog. Yep, you're actually correcting the dog for giving you shit about getting its nails cut because it's afraid of getting its nails cut. No, 
I'm correcting you because you're having a freak out show. You're trying to bite me and you won't stand still. But you can also do counter conditioning, which is food, a clicker, time, and patience. Take your pick. You can do both. I'm okay with both of them. Or you can say, cut this shit. I'm cutting your nails. Next. Tabitha, we are doing a combo of prong, clicker, and remote collar, and he is great on leash. Now it's time to get him to behave off leash. So what you're going to be doing is uh, 10? 10? What's 10? I think that's the same 10-month-old great ponies. Oh, so there's no rush. There's no rush. So yeah, do all your great. So what you want to do is get that dog, make sure that dog's on a long line and you get that dog for off leash behavior. Make sure it has a bomb proof recall and actually understands punishment mode, correction mode underneath high levels of distraction or you're going to lose your dog next. Kevin, for corrective behavior, jumping, barking at door window, nipping at toes, bonker or remote collar? Remote collar, 100%. The remote collar will be the most practical thing for you. Okay, next. Tabitha, when my son hugs us or gets playful with me and my husband, he gets aggressive. Oh, okay. You're stopping that right now. Tonight. All right. That, you got a couple of options. So that ends up turning into a bite eventually. That ends up in turning into the dog resource guard, guarding you. Um, when my son hugs us or gets playful with me my um, and my husband. Okay. So the dog's not p just picking sides. He's like, doesn't like it at all. So the dog could be doing out of excitement, but it could be out of resource guarding. Or the dog, you know, oh, the dog wants it on the fun. Okay, that's how it all starts. Just remember, whenever I see a litter of puppies, whenever I see a litter of puppies, mm -hmm. I always say to myself, every single aggressive dog that I've ever rehabbed started out looking just like that. Cute as all fucking hell. Yeah. Okay? And it's not because someone beat them up or abused them, they got aggressive. Too much love, not enough structure, not enough rules, not enough consequences actually is a recipe for aggression if anybody wants to know. All right? So... What I want you to do is teach the out command, but right away you stop the barking. Remote collar, bonker, right away. So you see where the show is going? This is why a lot of people I don't think, they, they don't like me, you know, is because all I do is talk about punishment, but it's like all these questions are punishment based. Mm -hmm. They're all punishment based. Like, like ask me how to teach, well, well, we talked to the puppy, I just told one person, stop with it, you don't need to correct, you should be doing all reward based stuff. Mm -hmm. But most of the questions are on how to stop. That never gets turned into a sound bite. Yeah, but it, it's like people ask how to stop things. People need to know how to stop things. But everybody wants to give some fancy recipe. No. Hug your, you set it up. Hug your freaking, you know, hug your spouse. Play with your kid. The dog barks. No, correct. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. The dog's going to get aggressive. You know, it'll get aggressive if you don't do that. Trust me on this one. That's all I do is all day long is work with aggressive dogs. Next. Kevin, I already read that. Lead tooth. My five-month-old puppy snarls and air snaps when I brush okay, her. Okay, there we go again. Now, okay, okay, here we go. How do you stop? Okay, I'll make it even simpler for everybody. I'm not frustrated with you guys either. I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I'm passionate as fuck, and I want people to start understanding how dogs learn and that it doesn't mess up your dog to correct it because it's well-timed and unemotional. There's a couple of things you can do. Get yourself a clicker, get yourself food, and get yourself a bonker and the brush. Hold the brush up. The dog goes to its nose towards it. Click, reward. Hold it closer to the dog. The dog goes towards it. Click, reward. Take the brush, touch any part of its body. The easiest part that it won't snarl with you at. If it doesn't snarl, click, reward. Move it all around its body. Click, reward. 
this brush game is pretty cool, right? Right. Now turn it back over to the, because one side is usually wood, right? Historically, if it's a wooden brush, um, turn it over to the brush side, one little brush. Oh, no snarling, click reward. Snarling, no bonk. Okay, you give me good stuff, I give you good stuff. You give me bad stuff, I gotta tell you I don't like it. Next. Jenny, aloha from Halewa, Oahu. We would be there. I freaking love so that we, place. So we, we would be there. What's the place we eat at? Halleway, Halewa, Joe's? That little place right on that little inlet. We went for lunch with Maria. Oh, the nice place. Yeah. Oh, the swanky place. Yeah. And we got surf lessons there. And we got bowls there. Yeah. Oh. Bowls. I just love Hawaii. So we, we can't do a 14-day quarantine. We'd be there. I'll go for two weeks. I'm sure you would. Maybe I should send you there now. I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself. Okay. So watch yourself, sister. Next. Um... Mary Cat, I have an 85 pound female golden. She resource guards only over special bones. I can pick her food bowl up, no problems. Nope. Any thoughts? Uh, no, I've got no thoughts, but I've got, I've got the exact answer on how to fix it. This is where I come across as cocky. It's just so funny. It's because so many people were like, well, well, nothing. Find the underlying issue. No, this is what you're going to do. Special bones. Don't give the dog any special bone. Then you know, what, you know what happens? The unspecial bones become special bones. Don't give the dog any bones. Then the little stuffed pink pig that you bought for it at the 99 cent store becomes the special thing. Get rid of all the toys. Then the, the dog bed becomes the special thing. And it goes down the list. Yep. It's called resource guarding. Remote collar on the dog. Get a ton of special bones. Teach the out command. And I want that dog to out, back away. I got a video, a free video on YouTube on this. I want the dog to back away, not just physically, but mentally. And what I mean by that is this. You're going to watch the video. Out. The dog is going to spit out the bone, back away from the bone. But if that dog is staring at that bone, guess what? Out, remote collar again. That dog goes, oh, I don't see a bone. There's bones in this room? What bone? What bone? There's no special ones. There's no ugly ones. There's no bones at all. Bingo. Pick up the bone. Repeat. That's how you fix You can fix this in one night. One night you can fix it. Oh, well, then it'll never go away. Really? Huh. Girls nine. It hasn't come back in eight years and three months. R Rona was a resource guarder? Huh. Really? Well, well, yeah, when she was eight months old, sure. Oh. Ronan went seven years till he died. No problems. Mac. Big biter. Huge biter. Six years. Like all, all these dogs, if you're consistent, if you're consistent, you don't put up with bullshit from your dog. And that doesn't mean you're mean to your dog. Consistent. You're consistent. You follow through. Mm -hmm. Midnight's curfew. Your curfew is midnight. You come in after midnight, you lose your cell phone. They come in at 12.05, give me your cell phone. Mm -hmm. They come in at 11.59, have a good night. Simple concepts. Very simple concepts. Next. 
Um, Rochelle says, thank you. You're welcome, Rochelle. Caitlin, my dog has a fear of missing out. So when she's on place, she will whine so bad. If we are by her, she's fine, but she can't see us. If she can't see what we are doing, she freaks out, but we'll stay at the place. Okay. Thoughts? She doesn't have a fear of missing out. It's like FOMO. It's a, it's a play on words. Okay. So your dog's a pain in the ass. Pretty much. That's uh, P I A I A Pia. Pain in ass. Oh, P I T A. Pita. Pita bread. <laughs> Pita bread. You know it's got Pita. Not Pika and not PETA, the organization, money laundering. So um, what I want you to do, what did you hit me for? So what I want you to do, I, I just coughed. Um, what I want you to do is correct the whining. Again, how do you stop an unwanted behavior? You correct it. Or, oh, no, 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 don't do that. Come back in the room and tell your dog, mommy's still here. Mommy's still loved. Like, this is what, this is what, you're, this is what people will suggest you do. <laughs> They will literally say, when you leave the room and your dog starts whining, come back in the room with a treat, and the dog will stop and say, Mommy's still here. Here's a little treat. It's okay. Mommy's in the next room. Get your dog a cell phone so you can FaceTime. It's like, it. are you kidding me? I don't even talk to my kids like that. It's like, enough of that. Next. <laughs> um... Jose, I have a five-month-old GSD. Every time she meets people, she gets very excited, pees everywhere. Jeez. How do I solve this? Thank you. Tie that thing in a fucking knot. Okay. What I want you to do, number one, it's an arousal issue. Not sexual arousal, but it's an arousal issue. Okay? You said the magic words. Your dog gets excited. Now, listen. I am not against dogs being happy to see people. I'm not against dogs greeting people. What I am against is dogs pissing all over your house and pissing all over your guests. So what I want you to do is this. For right now, dog's on a leash, dog's in place, dog's not allowed to greet people. For now. It's not the final answer. For now. Okay? Then what I want you to do is get your dog to be able to turn on and then turn off. Meaning you need to install an off switch on the dog. You need to be able to get your dog to go into drive and then enough, boom, we're done. Next. 499 top chat from Dino. Dog was on place in the backyard and broke, chased after a cat, trying to stop impulse behavior but missed the load, so had to correct after. Is this okay? Yes. What I want you to do is put the dog on a tie back, Dino, and sit and wait. And hopefully, you got the cat comes by. And as soon as that dog loads, correct. If you said no, even if you didn't apply your punisher, but you said no as soon as the dog broke and you and you corrected two, three, four, five seconds afterwards, it's fine. Next. Melissa posted the link to your Patreon channel. Oh, thanks, Melissa. Mike Gelman. Oh, hey, Uncle Mike. Hey, Jeff. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Mike. Mike, congratulations on all your success uh, with your new client. That's really, really good. I'm really, really proud of you. All the great executive coaching that you do. It's my brother, Mike. He does executive coaching. Um, and he's out in California. Mike, you still single? I think you might be single. Ladies, I'm taken, but uh, he's not as good looking as me. Um, but uh, but he's a nicer guy than I am, that's for sure. And he does not swear, okay? He doesn't swear? Oh, no, I don't think so. Wow. No. No. Are you just like the polar opposite of your the rest of your family? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. The black sheep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Molly. 
Our dog completely shuts down when the e-collar goes on. This has been since we adopted her at two years old. How would you condition her to love it? We know it can be a great and safe tool, but we're unable to use it with her at all right So what I want you to do is wake up in the morning, put the equipment on, rotate it every three or four hours, and then you're going to take it off at, at night. And then during the course of the day, keep the leash on your dog and just start doing stuff with, with, with your dog. A lot and a lot of food training. Do a lot of food training. Next. Um, and also, I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Also, a lot of it sometimes is the human thought process too. How do you feel about remote? Well, you already admitted that you think it's the right thing. Does any part of you think it's the wrong thing? Is any part of you, I think you said we too, or your partner, is any part of you, either one of you think it's mm, the wrong thing? You gotta fall in love with a remote collar. It's a fantastic communication device. Next. Laura, how do I get my mom to let go of emotion when she's using our no marker before bunking? She gets so angry and frustrated and knows she has to like let it go, but has a hard time actually doing it. So I would say, mom, I want you to apply a punisher the opposite way you used to punish us when we were kids. Remember how mad you used to get at us? Stop. Don't do that with a dog. No is just information. No is just information. You mark it with no. Let the punisher be the emotional part. But it's not. It's neutral. Next. Ken going on vacay. So I decided on a week long board and train talking to trainer about trainers who helped me and I name dropped you. And he said, he knows you personally and you are a great trainer. Oh, in NEB. What's NEB? Nebraska. Maybe. I don't know. Northeastern. That's unlike any Northeast. Northeast Brontosaurus. <laughs> Northeast Buckeyes. I don't know. Anyway, Northeast that's good. Boston. Wow, not too many trainers say I'm a nice guy. Right? I was expecting that to be something that's totally That's usually a different. game changer. They're like, oh, you know, Jeff? Oh, geez, oh, we don't want you in the building. Mm. Caitlin, what's your favorite engagement game? Um, Usually the honeymoon. <laughs> Practicing for it. I like to do that. Different times of the day. Mix it up a little bit. 2 a.m. engagement games different positions. So um, to me, I think- Is it bad I was secretly hoping you were gonna do something? What's that? I'm like, I hope he turns this into like some sort of stupid <laughs> marriage joke. Oh, you were? <laughs> and you did. You're a sick fuck. <laughs> you really are. You really are. I was like raising myself. Isn't it I'm funny? Like... But, but, you're, but isn't it funny? Because so many times she's like, God, why did you have to do that? Why do you have to turn everything into this? And now tonight you're like, I hope he does something with it. Would you consistency? <laughs> that was perfect. Joelle, I think you're becoming really fucked up. I think so. So um, for engagement, um, for engagement games, to me, I, I mean, a lot of people say you should do engagement games with your dog. I said, what do you like to do? I mean, let's turn this on. The, let's flip this around. I think it's important that yes, you want your dog to enjoy it, but what do you as a human enjoy doing? Oh, I love to play tug with my dog. That's your favorite game then. I love to do trick training. That's your favorite game. I like to do frisbee. That's your favorite game. I'm a lazy fuck. I like to stick stick food and kongs, throw them out, sit on the couch, watch my favorite show, and I want the dog to run around and find them. Well, there you go. That's your favorite game. Next. Dino299 Top Chat. Should I use prong with tieback or flat? Prong so the dog also self-corrects. Next. Caitlin, what's your? I already read yep. that. Allie, when I take my dog for walks, my sister brings the family dog and Nala, my dog. 
gets distracted and mm -hmm. whines, stares. I corrected my e-collar, but when I do, she still tries inside eyes to see Xena help. Probably not, you're not correct. You're probably underwhelming your dog. Also put your dog into follow mode. Next. Amy, my behaviorist told me to watch your videos for my highly human and dog reactive kind of corso, and you have helped me just as much as my actual behaviorist. You guys are fantastic. I don't think a behaviorist has ever recommended you before. So, so that's cool. kudos to your behaviorist for recommending me, but when you call yourself a behaviorist, well, unless you're, if you're, if you're in the U.S., a behaviorist has to have a licensing and go to school. Mm -hmm. But they call like up in Canada and other countries, they call dog trainers behaviorists. Oh, got it. So it depends on what country this person lives in. But they should, you know, but I'm glad kudos to them. I'm glad, I'm glad that they I'm glad that they led you to some somebody that can help you. Myself or one of my fellow trainers that actually help work with actual dogs like that. Next. Brianna, ideas to run out with GSD cross energy in Yuma, Arizona, literally the sunniest city on earth. That's where I need to live. Yuma, Arizona. Where temps in the summer pass 120 during the day and 90 in the morning and evening. I can't afford a treadmill at this time. So you can do find an air-conditioned place, swimming. You can do swimming. You can um, you can get a treadmill on Facebook Marketplace or free stuff. All right. You can do that. Next. Or I'm sorry, obedience inside the house. But you gotta exercise your dog. So next. Clarissa, I love you guys. Just recently started boarding trains, and anytime I need advice, you guys, the first I go to. Oh, awesome. Thanks. Should. Um, Annie, hi, J&J. Hope all is well. Watching you guys while waiting to catch my flight. Have a great weekend. All right. Be safe. Cam. So hold on here. When you're standing in line to board the plane, stay six feet away. But while you're waiting to get on the plane, feel free to cram next to a bunch of strangers. And when you get on the plane, feel free to cram next to a bunch of strangers. But when you're boarding that plane, stay six feet away. Annie, hey, J&J, hope all is well. I just read that. Oh, my yep. God. Cam, I'm unfortunately still battling with getting my dog to stop barking in the house when she hears any sounds outside. The problem now is we are moving in with another dog that does the same thing, <laughs> and she feeds off of him. What is the best way to deal with this problem without training the other dog to stop? Well, you want to train the other dog to stop, too. Okay. Cam, why are you still having a problem with this? I'm not mad at you. Okay? I'm pissed off at you. No. Why are you still having a problem with this? Why is the why is the Punisher not working? What are you doing? No bonk. No correct. Your dog doesn't believe you. You got to be consistent. Put a bark collar on the dog so the timing is better. Next. Mothman. Sometimes Deacon will whine while he's in a downstay or on place, but when I correct him for it, he breaks position. Yep. Should I lure him back into position each time, or should he be doing it on his own? Depends how many reps you depends how many reps the dog has done, and it depends if the dog understands what to do after a correction. You actually have to train your dog what to do after you corrected it. So we don't lure the dog back in. We would I would I would give it another verbal command and give the dog's yes some guidance, but most likely with leash guidance. But if that dog's done three, four, five hundred reps, that dog will get corrected as well with the with the with the with the prong, which is more directional. Next. Sarah I don't give a fuck what people think of me or my dog. Yes, Jeff. My dog wears three collars and a lady in the park asked me about it today. I simply said to keep her safe. Good. Kara, hey guys, I just bought my dog training LLC. Do you suggest I get insurance? Yes. Unless you want to lose everything. And I do. I can help you with a business consult. But yeah, you, you need to get insurance and you also need to talk to um, your... You're going to be dri dri driving dogs around 
I'm not an insurance broker. Don't take insurance advice from a dog trainer, but theoretically you should have commercial car insurance and theoretically you're going to want to look into a dog dog in transit policy. Next. Victoria. Haha. I love these live chats. Thank you for the info. You're welcome. Christina remote caller isn't working for my dog. He whines directly after vibration shock or even sound. I raised the level accordingly and still the same. Have been doing so for two weeks and now still no. Okay, number one, number one, we don't use, we rarely use sound and we don't use vibration. Vibration is not shock. You want shock, you want stim, okay? You want stim. And raising the levels does not increase historically unless you have a specific vibration color that increases. The reason why it's not working is because you still also have to train the dog. What are you trying to stop the dog from doing something or train the dog to do something? So there's different philosophies depending on what you're trying to do with it. But we don't, but but tone is just a marker. It's just a marker. It has tone is neutral. Huh? What? Like, do you know that you can use a clicker as a no punisher? People are like, clicker. Oh, yeah, they know reward comes. You can actually use a clicker as a as a marker that a punisher is coming. So we do use tone as a marker that a correction is coming. Why? When we've got a dog in another room in the middle of the night and it's barking or whining or standing up, we want to know, we want the dog to know why. Next. Ronnie, my one-year-old GSD whines during basic obedience training. Would you correct this? Um, if you want it to stop, yes. Karen, Joel, I'm scared of bugs too, but get some bug spray and hold the button for three seconds. No more bugs. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Ugh, I just hate them. She doesn't have to. That's what she has me for there. Exactly. Jeff, kill the freaking bug. Yeah, that's right. Kara, sometimes Wes will eat them. Um, so you're saying Jeff didn't correct Joelle for being reactive to said bug? Jeff does not correct me for anything. You don't correct Joelle for anything. Ever. Rule number one. Two years you've learned. Uh, I figured that out during the interview. Tiff, new dog, three-year-old, Pekingese, barks a lot, had bark collar on. He barked, then wouldn't stop yelping. Right. Bark, Took yell, collar bark, off. Yell. Should I try to put it back on him? Is the setting too high? Yeah, the setting's probably too high. He doesn't have enough time. First of all, I don't know what kind of bark collar it is. It might be a crap one. Setting's too high. The dog can't recover from it. The recovery time is not long enough. Also, you might want to switch to a remote collar. Next. Um... Gretchen, kill floor is definitely the fun place. Kill floor is exactly what it sounds like. You drop off the cow in the stall and they butcher it in the morning. They're backed up all the way to February. Oh my God. So they need your help. Unfortunately, they're all staffed at the kill floor. So they're letting me go one day a week just so I can learn. Another kid my age started off in retail and ended up as a meat cutter and stayed four years. Awesome. Good for you. I don't think I could do that. No? No. Hmm. Teresa, I love you guys. Jeff, you were spot on. You have to correct your dogs. Yeah. Like I've butchered deer and stuff, but they were already dead. Like, right. I didn't kill it. Mm, yes. So, so some people do pick up, you know, animals from off the highway, but that's their choice. I didn't pick it up. It was given to me <laughs> for my dogs. I know. Um, Carol, what was the biggest mistake you made with your personal dog before you knew what you know now about dog training today? I listened to the same fucking bullshit that all of you are listening to that you shouldn't correct your dog. Next. Anna, I have litter mates. They are great together in the home, but very reactive in the yard when they see another dog behind the fence. The boy is very nervous, loses control of his mind, and turns on his sister. How do you handle this? How old are they? You have to stop it through an act through through the proper application of a punisher. 
and then you're gonna go you're gonna go you're gonna do um the mail the mail concern in the mail first that's just one part see this is another thing is guys when i talk about correcting a dog that's three seconds there's eighty six thousand seconds in a day eighty six thousand four hundred seconds in a day three point six two way three isn't three, there like a song about that i don't know so anyway so when i talk about that like you still you still realize that we're exercising our dogs multiple times a day we're feeding them healthy food you know once to twice a day we're doing massive amounts of obedience training all across the day which is all reward based and yes we are holding them accountable for stuff so it's that my life is not all about correcting dogs but when it comes to litter mates which can be horrifically bad especially with separation anxiety what i want you to do is i want you to make sure that you stop it i would get, i better know how old they are i need to know how old they are but you're not to apply a punisher to stop it next brianna side note i love how much jeff pays attention to his virtual clients very personable and professional wow just professional am i able to write a review for working with you via zoom even though i've never been to the training center on google or something yeah you can just write me a letter oh yeah people have to understand like when i do one-on-ones there's no sexual you know innuendos there's no, there's no, usually not any swearing at all. I'm very professional. I mean, that's literally how I make a living. I do, I do business, believe it or not, I do business consulting. I do one-on-one -on -one online consulting and I, and I, and I, and I like stick to the facts. I mean, you're paying me for my time. That doesn't mean I don't respect your time now, but this is sort of like our little, you know, you got to remember, I, I've been up since 3.30 in the morning, you know, so this is sort of like our little, I don't want to say it's our entertainment, but it's fun to do, but, mm. but but it's nothing like this. Same with training here. Training here is nothing like this. No. People might go like, oh, my God, you guys must be so fun to work with. I'm like, you think we can't? I cannot act like this as an owner of a company, you know, you know, even with Joelle during, like, the day when we're, when, you know, technically when we're, when we're actually working. I cannot talk to any of my employees like this. I can't treat a, I can't talk to a client like this. My clients, I do. I do tell, I do, I do talk to my clients a lot like this, but that's why they hired us. Mm -hmm. But actually, I'm not doing all the training though. Brittany talks to the clients, but, but no, it's a very professional operation we run here. That's why we're, you know, we're so successful. Next. Um, George, I am training a dog that likes to dictate and lay down on walks. Tried going north, south, east, mm -hmm. west, and treats and toys also. Only thing that works is picking him up by the collar. What would Jeff do to get a better walk? So I, this is the funny thing. If you took off the leash, what would the dog do? It would move, right? Right. So it's the dog. The dog's objecting. Prong collar on the dog. And what you, you do get a couple of option, options. Prong collar on the dog and keep walking because it's going to be safer than a flat buckle collar, martingale, slip lead, um, um, uh, uh, as far as collars go. Or remote collar, steady leash pressure, dial up on the remote let's just see what motivates you oh my god so you're shocking a dog for lying down on the ground well no i'm correcting a dog for being a jerk for making a for making a choice unless that dog is a bulldog and you're in tucson arizona and it's 120 degrees outside or probably a lot of breeds of dogs and you've already walked too far Chances are, like what we see here in our air-conditioned building, is dog, it's a learned behavior. They plop down, and the owners don't freaking move. So they don't move. And the owners, like, try to move, but they don't move. Oh, I'll get you to move. 
oh my God, that sounds so mean. No, what's mean is you carrying your freaking 50 to 120 pound dog back home. That's what's mean. Mm. Because when you're doing that, how the hell do you hold your iced coffee? And if you can't hold your iced coffee, what are we doing? Next. Tabitha, thank you. Loving all this info. And I love that you're straightforward and no sugarcoating. Oh, I've been sugarcoating all night, baby. Next. Sheila, thank you, Double J's. Um, Jenny, Haleva. Oh, it's a V. Yeah. I just, just say how, how Maria said it. But she's also German. She's German. Right. So her, her German Hawaiian is <laughs> a little good. bit differently. Yes. Gretchen, raw for three pounds for more than a hundred pounds. Oh, three dollars a pound for more than a hundred pounds. If you're getting a puppy, I buy three months out. Three pounds average. Right, right now, that's really good. The price of beef has doubled their wholesale. You know that I'm buying. I'm buying beef retail now because it's cheaper than wholesale. Have you checked over there lately with the prices yeah. are? It's still outrageous. Yeah. Well, it's been three weeks. Yeah. But but it was still it went up a little bit at you know at retail, but wholesale it doubled in price. It's wild. But pork stayed the same. Thank God. All the necks on all the all the entrails stayed the same. Mm. Brain stayed the same. I mean they're they're, they're they're pork should be the same. Pork should be cheaper. They're killing pork left and right and throwing them out. Because of the delivery system, mm. because of the delivery system, there's not a shortage of people that want pork, but the delivery, the, the way that they get it processed and delivered, isn't there. Right. So all the meat processing plants, so the, all the meat processing plants had to close down. Yep. So you got all these animals that are ready to be killed, but you got nobody to freaking process them. So what do you do? You kill them and you throw them out. What a waste. Damn right, it's a fucking waste. All right, lead tooth. Honest to God, I was against punishment based anything until I found you today. Now I'm implementing all this shit. Thank you. Her little size doesn't dismiss her from shitty behavior. No, it doesn't. A lot of thank you. So shoot. Yeah, Sean made a comment. Oh God, where? Want to read his? Sean O'Shea. What do I do if my dog consistently eats my donuts that I place safely on the counter? Help. Sean. Are you serious, Sean. Sean, it's 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 a message from God, Sean. It's a message from God. Got it. Let me tell you what you do. Okay. Don't fix the problem. Stop putting donuts on. Stop buying donuts. Next. Grace, is it okay to spray my dog with water if she is about to lunge at other dogs and strangers? Yeah. If it stops it. If it doesn't, at least your at least your dog will be clean smelling when it bites another dog. That bite wasn't so bad because you smell so fresh and clean. It's not like wet dog. Hi, hi, hi. Next. We do. Yeah. We get in some dogs that are more scared of the water bottle. The way, if you find the anything. water bottle to be an effective punisher, then yes, use it. Next. Victoria, could you elaborate on resource guarding, please? Um, I've got videos on it. Resource guarding is a guard, guard a dog. Little, it's what it says. It's what it sounds like. Okay. Could you elaborate on good sex? It's like sex that's really, really good. It's like. I'm, you know, it's like, sure. I mean, I'll go into detail if you want. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll give you some visuals, but I'll, you know, I'm going to have to charge you 20 bucks, you know, a minute. That's it. You know, a, oh, mi a minute. Okay. okay. Um, Damn, 20 bucks. That's cheap. A minute. It adds up, man. <laughs> we'll go for an hour straight. You know, like, wouldn't it just be 20 bucks? <laughs> it's really fucking funny. It's really fucking good. 
That's really funny. I'm surprised you didn't say 10. <laughs> okay, just to let you know. I don't want to know. You know. Please don't. Just to let you know, Please. okay? Not to get personal, but you better fucking have a stack of Benjamin, sweetheart, okay? Because I'm going all night long. 54. I can't. Okay. So um, it sounds just like it. What are we talking about? Resource guarding? <laughs> <laughs> Resource guarding or we move to anal? Okay. So what I want you to do is this. <laughs> The dog guards a resource. A lot of people are are used to it being a food bowl, but a resource can be anything, anything, a blanket, a pillow, a stick, a blade of grass, a blade of grass. Okay. <laughs> food. It guards it. Meaning if you go for it, it will bite you. Dogs can also resource guard humans. Dogs can resource guard your kids from you. Dogs can resource guard other dogs. A dog can resource guard a cat in the house. Your dog will growl, lunge, bite if you try to reach for, grab, take away, touch that resource. Next. Um, Tabitha, we've taught him the leave it command where we put treats down, tell him to leave it until we say break and give it to him. Is this the same as out? Mm, sort of, yes. Sometimes it all depends on some things... No, I shouldn't say that. When we use the word out, which is one word instead of two, but it's just they're English words, it doesn't make a difference. Out is we, out is they actually sometimes have it in their mouth and they want to you want it to drop. So it's a little bit different. But to, to leave the area out, it's it would be the same. Is leave it in that context. Next. It's eight o'clock. Last one. Holy shit. I'm sorry, guys. Diane. Hey, J&J. Yes, I finally caught a live. I'm attempting to help my daughter to start training a one-year-old Great Dane. Assaults her upon entering dog's space. Unable to get any leash on him. Help. Muzzle. Okay. So this is the last question of the night. Let me help you here. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm attempting to help my daughter to start training a one-year-old Great Dane. Assaults her upon entering dog space. Okay. You need to get a muzzle on that dog. You need to get a leash on that dog. And she's going to have a leash on that dog. And she's going to start doing the spatial pressure exercise. Literally start doing claiming, look for, look up claiming of space exercises. Claiming of space. So in other words, what does claiming of space means? It means every bit of space in this world belongs to me. And I will move you out of it whenever I want. And you will move. Muzzle on the dog, leash on the dog, and drive yourself into that dog. Okay? Spatial. We need a dog to be spatially aware. We need to be have that dog spatially aware. Okay? But I want to muzzle on that dog because even if the dog doesn't bite, that can make a dog bite because it can stand its ground. All right? All right, guys. We've got to go. Thank you. We didn't get through probably even half the questions. Um, apologies. We're, not, we're back on Monday night um, on my Patreon channel. I've got a Q&A, and on Zoom, I do a Q&A, which is every Tuesday. Um, and then we've got so much free content out there. So hopefully I can help you all. Also, I do one-on-ones if, um, if anybody's interested, too. I just don't like to sell stuff on this damn show, but still, a lot of people need help. All right. Love you all. Bye. Good night.